Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk to someone who is an expert in this area. It is John Lopez, host of In the Loop from 10 to AM. Today, I'm to 2 p.m. Central on Sports Radio 610 in Houston. So, John, before we talk Texans, how did you get into saltwater fishing? Because this is your area of expertise. Yeah, probably, uh, you know, obviously I'm down in uh, Texas, too, here in Houston for the last 30 whatever years. But uh Grew up in San Antonio, just a hop and a skip away from uh, Port Aransas, Aransas Pass. And, wow, man, yeah. I was probably four years old. I got pictures of me, you know, fishing when I was four or five years old. Uh, and uh, it, it it gets in your blood, man. I mean, it's just something I've been doing forever. And about four years ago, I uh, talked to a buddy of mine who's a uh, fishing captain down here. I said, we should do a podcast. We were just doing it for fun. Uh, lo and behold, it, it blows up into an enormous uh, saltwater fishing podcast. So really happy with that. But... I can remember the last time I went fishing because it was uh, probably about four days ago. Uh, so oh, wow. <laughs> I go every week. I go every week. Uh, I'm a saltwater guy. So yeah, that's me. Oh, that's yeah, awesome I that love passionate about that. I, I also love that there are a lot of football players that love to fish too. I remember before the season started for high school football in Florida, I would do season previews and I would go with the team on their team, like fishing trips. And it's like a fun yeah. way to bond with the team and like get to know everybody. So uh, as we switch gears towards the Texans, is there anybody on the Texans that is an avid fisherman that we should know about? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, uh, I've gone fishing with a few of these guys uh, over the years. Shane Leckler, uh, the Hall of Fame punter, soon to be Hall yeah. of Fame punter, huge, huge saltwater fisherman. Uh, to be honest, probably likes uh, fishing more than just about anything. 
his brother is actually a guide down here. Gary Kubiak, I got a trip uh, lined up with him in the next couple of weeks, uh, former uh, Super Bowl winning uh, head coach and obviously Texans uh, coach. Uh, huge, huge, huge. I mean, it's funny because like when we're doing the podcast, you can kind of see who's listening. And I'm like, I know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. And, but not from, but not from fishing. And we actually were talking with Will Anderson at training camp uh, just a couple of days ago, and it, it's kind of it's kind of weird because people now know that I do this fishing podcast because it's it's gotten so big. And Will Anderson is like asking me about fishing off air, and some other guys are asking about that. It's it's pretty cool. It's kind of an icebreaker too. And you got to love it, too, because you're also getting out there with a couple of famous Aggies as well. I know you're an A&M guy, so all that comes together. Yep. have to have a great time out there, no question about it. So we were talking about D'Amico Ryans, and how important was this hire for the Texans franchise? Because I'm not trying to stomp on the Texans, but this wasn't exactly the most desirable job in the offseason. And D'Amico said, look, I was a part of this organization. This is where I want to be. Stability-wise, that had to be huge. You mentioned stability. Let's put it very bluntly. This this organization was a joke, and yeah. and I'm you know I've been here forever, uh, from the whole Jack Easterby stuff to the Deshaun Watson stuff to, uh, you know just uh, empty suits that were were named as head coach like David Cully and then Lovey Smith. I mean it was a punchline. It was an absolute punchline. So how important was it? Everything has changed overnight. Everything changed mm -hmm. the night. Uh, that the news broke that D'Amico was hired. And it's only gotten better since because of the draft with C.J. Stroud and uh, certainly with, uh, with with Will Anderson, who I mentioned a second ago, and some of the coaches they brought in. Bobby Slowick uh, really, really seems to be having an impact very soon. Now, we'll see once they get to, to inter-squad practices and, uh, and, and the preseason if it really starts to translate. But D'Amico Ryans was that important. I, I would go so far as to say that D'Amico Ryans hire was the most important moment in the history of the organization, uh, oh, more wow. important than anything except for actually getting the team from Bob McNair. You know, once the Oilers left, sore subject, by the way, but, uh, uh, you know, once the Oilers left, uh, getting the organization was the biggest moment, obviously. Since then, probably hiring D'Amico Ryans. And, and the only reason I say that is because it was spiraling downward that bad and it was that dysfunctional. It was a very, very dysfunctional team. And now, boy, you should see this place, uh, the city. Uh, the team, the energy, the culture, which a lot of people throw around casually, but it was very real here, just mm -hmm. completely different. All right, so now I feel like the biggest hurdle is going to be starting the season and getting off to a hot start because it can be difficult when everything is new for a new team, getting off to a hot start because a lot of it is just learning new faces and learning a new playbook and all of this. So how do we think that this season is going to go for the Texans? Because I do think they have some may, good pieces for the future, but it can be yeah, hard to start. Right. It is. And you mentioned a hot start. To me, I, I, I'll define it a little bit differently. I'm, I'm sure you're talking about getting some wins early. I just think Houston and this organization needs to see some things early. They need to see that mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud is going to be the guy. They mm -hmm. need to see that Damian Pierce is still you know, a beast in the backfield. They need to see Will Anderson – uh, make plays uh, that that you can kind of project and go. Okay, that guy that guy's got it. And so, yes, everybody wants to win. I, I would love to see them win. It's good for the city, and and, and I, I would love for the city to to have a, a, another you know run in the playoffs uh, like the twenty you know circa twenty twelve Texans. But I don't think it's it's the be all here. Uh, I think because it was so bad, so comical, 
as I mentioned earlier, we just need as a city and the organization needs to see as an organization something that says, okay, they can get there from here. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're talking with John Lopez, host of In the Loop from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central on Sports Radio 610 in Houston. Also, if you love fishing, check out his podcast, Bite Me. Saltwater Fishing podcast but fishing since he was a little guy so that that's very fascinating i'd love to listen to that even though i'm not even though i'm not a fisherman myself i wanted to ask you about will anderson jr he was an absolute stud in college as we know and i love that the texans traded up to get him but did they give up too much when you're talking about a franchise that long term needs as many draft picks as possible i don't think so uh and and, yeah. and the biggest reason is 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 what are you getting um mm-hmm. again all we've seen is some 11 on 11 and pads. You know, we sure. haven't seen them against anybody else. You said absolute stud. I'm going to say it now. Absolute stud here too. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the guy is just a beast. He is, he is changing things on the defensive front. D'Amico Ryan's, I mean, for a rookie to get the kind of compliments that he's been getting from D'Amico Ryan's is, is off the charts. He is that good. Now, what did it cost you? Well, for a player like that, I'm not saying he's going to be J.J. Watt. A play that can change games on the defensive front for a defense that is the strength of this team. The defense has been yeah. really, really looking good, especially up front and in the secondary in particular. I think that's going to be worth it. Uh, now, if the picks they, they traded end up being Patrick Mahomes or whatever, who knows? But they, the key thing here is, um, big surprise, the, the, you know, Houston and the Texans still need to cheer against uh, the Cleveland Browns and, and hope that Deshaun Watson fails because yeah. they did keep that pick and that pick could be huge. All right, so now the question mark is on C.J. Stroud. A lot of times franchises are made or broken by how they draft quarterbacks. So you look at C.J. Stroud, the talent is all there. But once the draft rolled around, and maybe this had to do something with his uh, score on the S2 test, which Ryan Day, the head coach of Ohio State, went on the air on ESPN and said, hey, why are we looking at this test? The sample size is still very small. What is the consensus on C.J. Stroud in camps thus far? Is he learning the playbook well? And what is, you know, what's the feeling on him? I think it's two things going on here. And if we're being honest, and I I know there's a a big energy around this team right now, he hasn't really played that well the last two, three days. It just Mm -hmm. hasn't. I mean, uh, he's thrown, I think, three interceptions in the last two full 11-on-11s. He's had moments where you look like, as I was saying earlier, okay, I can see it. You know, I can see where they go from here yeah. uh, with him. But 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 also a rookie and also one of those guys that he's going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. Forget all these things that you're reading 
you know, from national media. No, no shot at them. I'm just saying they're not there every day. They don't talk to everybody that we talk to. They don't see the things that we see. I mean, just yesterday, excuse me, day before yesterday, Bobby Slowick was was practically making excuses, legit ones, but practically making excuses for why C.J. Stroud is the guy. He's saying, well, he's never been in the heat before. He's never, and Houston is just having a brutal, like everybody, but especially down mm-hmm. here with the humidity. It's just a brutal, brutal summer. It's been 100, over 100 degrees, I think 10 days in a row, and, and projecting the next five. So he's saying, well, the ball's wet. He's hot. He's you know, California guy that played in Ohio. He needs to get used to the – any other quarterback, we'd be rolling our eyes saying, sure, okay, it's hot. Uh, but but when the offensive coordinator says that and you're thinking, okay, well, this is clearly a guy that he has a bias toward, and it's also a guy that he jumped on the table uh, for as well, along with quarterback coach Gerard Johnson. C.J. Stroud is going to be the starting quarterback. He's going to be a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. The playbook mastery, as you said, Chelsea, is, is not uh, uh, an issue at all. That's probably his strength thus far is being able to to run the offense the right way. And we haven't seen him really use his legs as much. I, I fully expect hmm. more of what we saw in the Georgia game than what we saw in the regular season from him because of Bobby Slowick's offense and because of the way he uses rollouts and bootlegs and the occasional run from quarterback. So I, I think struggle would be fine if you use that word, but the projection remains the same for C.J. Stroud. John, before we let you go, we got about two and a half minutes here, but I got to ask you about the Astros. They obviously get Verlander. That's a huge difference maker, but how far do they go? I didn't think they had any chance to win the World Series, and I've seen (laughs) six years in a row of uh, ALCS championship. They got Verlander, and I think that changed everything. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, Framber Valdez threw a no-hitter the same day uh, that that, that the trade happened. I mean, I think there's an energy around this team, you know, talking with – uh, with uh, Alex Bregman, uh, the media was, was was just kind of taken back because, you know, not understated at all, you know, just a very yeah. effusive and very over the top with him. And what it does, and this is a key thing for me, and maybe it's too much in the weeds, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think they're going to go six-man rotation the rest of the year because Jose oh, wow. Urquidy, Urquidy is back. You can rest, you, number one, you can rest, you know, the 40-year-old Verlander, not, not put as many innings on him and have him ready for the postseason. You got Hunter Brown and J.P. France, the, the two first-year guys that have never, you know, they're in new territory in terms of number of innings that they've pitched. They can take some innings off here and there. And then Urquidy's coming back from an injury. Bring him along slowly. If they go six-man rotation, they have the depth now because of the top two guys, and they have – and overachieving J.P. France, who frankly is the third best pitcher on this team right now with Verlander. Uh, so I think that's happening. They are getting, you know, they got Altuve back, Jordan's back. I think the Rangers, and this is the biggest part for me, I think uh, the Astros are in the Rangers' heads. Uh, so they, they, I think the Astros have a real chance to win the division. And overnight, again, here, you know, uh, I think they became a contender to, to make another run at the World Series, and I didn't think they had that chance. He is host of In the Loop from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central on Sports Radio 610 in Houston. Also has his own barbecue sauce called OG Sauce. This is what you do. You get yourself some barbecue. You slap that sauce on there. And then you download the Bite Me Saltwater Fishing Podcast and you have yourself a day. You know, I try to help everybody here. You know, I'm a giver. (laughs) I'm a giver. He's a giver and a lover. John, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. We appreciate it. All right, man. Appreciate it. Man, John doing a little bit of everything. I want my own sauce. I want a podcast about something. <laughs> yeah. Your own sauce um, sold at 7-Eleven. Your, de- uh, your demographic. Uh, Jinx, 
Barbecue hot dog sauce. Oh, God. No, it would be a disaster. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.